and we love 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 people we and we want to see change in our communities this is why we preach this is why we evangelize this is why we have events this is why we pay our tithes this is why we want because we want to see lives change we want to see our communities change and guess what we know that god requires the change to start with us so if you're listening and you're under the sound of my voice and you want to see change in your community you're tired of seeing the bad news you're tired of seeing um the same old run around every single day the lord is calling you to be that change he's calling you to stand out he's calling you to set the trend that's why he had he has us on a journey that's why he's teaches teach us every day that's why we can't do what everybody else do and we can't go where everybody else go hallelujah because god has called us to be a royal priesthood a holy nation peculiar people belonging to him who has called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you have seen that light, it is your responsibility to go share that light with someone else. And that's what we, we love to do. That's what we live for. Hallelujah. Is to share the light into the world. First, leading by example. So, I know you probably know that we are on Facebook, we are on Instagram, we are on YouTube, and we also have a website. The website is www.frm, I think it's fireramglobal.com. So that's www.fireramglobal.com. For all of you who know me, my name is Golden. I am a music artist and I am an entrepreneur, okay? And what I have done is created a EPK for the gospel to share with the brokenhearted, to share my story of how God changed me, to share with those who feel like they don't have a way out or they don't have no direction for their life. I have made a choice to be an example and be an encouragement to my community. So I hope that you will go out and you will support the EPK album. It's called Golden From Death to Life. Okay, and um, there's more music coming. There's music videos coming. And I also wanted to share that um, this Wednesday, hallelujah, we will be doing evangelism. We're going to be reaching out as never before. Hallelujah. We're going to go into the communities. We're going to feed the homeless. Fire Realm is on a on a fire move. So I hope that you will rejoice. Hallelujah. I hope that you will be a part of what we're doing because we are tired, tired of seeing the same old evil that's going around every day. And we are going to go out and share the good news of Jesus Christ. So again, that's going to be Wednesday at 2 p.m. If you are interested and you are available, please don't hesitate to send us an email or a text and we'll definitely connect with you on the designated place that we're actually going to meet up, okay? We want to meet somewhere that God, we know that God is leading us because we know that when you're being led by God, 
miracles can happen hallelujah because we're not going in us we're going in him we're going into the mighty king jesus so we're going in his name and we know that if you go in his name Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Jesus will blow up the spot. Jesus will tell you everything that everything about you. He'll bring tears to your eyes <laughs> and have you asking for forgiveness to a and lead you into a whole new life of glory, favor, blessing, and truth. So come out and join us Wednesday at 2 p.m. For all those who are interested, now now listen to what I'm telling you. If you're interested, you'll send an email. You'll go on the social media. You'll say, hey, I'm in. Send me the info. We're not babysitting here. Just like you would, you know, just like if you were interested in a job that's hiring, you're going to go inquire about that job. Just in case you didn't know, Jesus has called you to work in his field but how interested are you to work for christ and i tell you this much that christ, the work of the lord is the best work because he'll never cheat you he'll never use you he'll never abuse you and he'll never fire you you will only fire yourself so we give god all the glory we give all the honor to god and Without further ado, we're just going to jump right into the word. I hope you got your Bibles open. I hope you're taking notes. And I also hope that you're sitting somewhere quiet and secluded because we know that God is here. We know that God is present and we are excited to hear what he has to say. Don't let no distraction or any single thing still the word of God from your life because one word from God can change you can change every situation circumstance that you're going through so be blessed and amen amen we thank God this morning and uh, we hope that you'll join in for the evangelism that will be taking place and um, and just be a part of the movement that God is doing. Uh, we have many people who have been touched through this ministry. So our hearts desires to see our world and our community change by the word of God. We believe that the word of God has supernatural power when spoken to people all over your situation that it can change you or others. So... Um, so we hope you'll join us. Uh, we're going to get right into the word this morning. Uh, uh, today is going to be a real treat as far as just the level of uh, revelation that um, that's going to come, come forth this morning. Um, I encourage you to just have your Bible prepared so you can be able to follow along and you can be able to um, actually see through the scripture uh the um see through the scripture where we're, where we're going and how it applies even today uh all right so today we're going to talk about the signs of the coming of the lord um i wrote this down and it's very important for every believer to know the signs of jesus christ 
and his coming. Why it's so? Why is it important? Because because of this, I wrote this down, and you can write this down as well. Every believer who is growing and maturing in the faith should understand this truth and prepare his or her self for God's work through their lives. I'll say that again. Every believer, meaning that if you're a Christian, every believer who is who is growing, meaning that you're growing spiritually and you're maturing in the faith, meaning that you're learning more about God, you're learning more about yourself, and you're growing to know God more. You should understand this truth and prepare yourself for God's work through your life. God has a work for you to do. If you don't know already, God's God has a specifically designed purpose, destiny and plan for you to do that lines up with his will for your life and not your own will for your life. Uh you know the thing about God, he's the one who he's the one who gave us life. The reason why we breathe and the reason why we exist today is because of him. If God were to snatch the 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 breath from our bodies right now, uh you wouldn't you you you'll be dead right now. Well, that shows how much power God has over your life and if he has given you another day, it's because he wants you to accomplish something. What does he want you to accomplish? His desire, his will. Because if you follow his will, that's what's going to change others. And that's what's going to make eternal, uh, uh, an eternal significance. You can do things in your life. For example, you can go to school. You can get a job. You can make money. But how is that going to help you when you pass away and you stand before God? It's not. So that shows that this life is temporary. This this life that so many people uh, hold on to, and and you know the bodies that they want to put makeup on, or men who want to you know bulk up, and you want to get muscles and all these different things. That how is that going to help you when you stand before God in eternity? It's not. So, so your life is more than just you. Your life is more than just about you. Your life is about God's purpose. In other words, can God use your life to change others where they can be saved? And when they stand before God, when they die, they'll be able to Say, you know what, if it wasn't for this person speaking the gospel to me, I would not be saved and forever with Jesus right now. You know, this is so serious. I preached a funeral uh, not too long ago, probably like a year ago. And at that funeral, I was preaching and I was preaching at someone's funeral and I kept my eyes were focused on a young man in the crowd. And it was a crowd of like a hundred people. And I kept looking at this young man as I was preaching. And 
I just, I know God always dealt with me like that. Every time he wants me to really pray for somebody or he really wants me to pay attention and keep them in prayer, he always does that. I'll be preaching in the crowd of a thousand. And that's happened to me before, a hundred or whatever. And I'll be focusing on somebody because God uses me like that to he to to, to show me something. He'll have me focus on someone for 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 um a long time as I'm preaching. And I heard the news recently that same young man a year and a half later, he was 22 years old. He died in a car accident. Um, on his way home going somewhere and he tried to avoid the accident and the car was a it was a total loss he passed away recently and I didn't know that young man personally but I knew of him because I, I, I knew the people that was close to him and I heard the news and all I thought about was the day that the Lord had me to bring the gospel to him and tell him about your soul needs to be saved and tomorrow is not promised. You know, I think about these situations and some of us, you know, the coming of the Lord is so important to understand. Because for some people, Jesus Christ came early for them. In other words, he may not have come through the cracking of the sky and on a white horse from heaven. But for that person who died at, who died in a car accident, he came for them that day. How did he come for them that day? Because on that day, whatever life they lived, that is what God is going to judge them by. If they didn't make a decision to accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior and change the way that they're living, then they wouldn't. Be with the Lord forever. You know, the signs of the coming of the Lord is so important because even in America today, I don't know if you're ever, if you if you if you're seeing it, but 50 years ago, 60 years ago, 30 years ago, this never happened. Never has there been a time where when you look at the TVs and the shows and and all these things that you see Satan. The devil so prevalent. We there's a show out if you don't know called Lucifer, which is a fall, which is the devil, the falling angel that the Bible spoke about over a thousand years ago. He's been deceiving men for thousands of years, lying to men, making them believe a lie, making nations believe a lie, making men and women believe a lie, children, uh, young adults. Teens believe in lies. These are the works of the devil. And they created a, a, a popular show dedicated to him. It's called Lucifer. Matter of fact, don't take my word for it. Go on Google. The, 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 the critics are saying it's one of the best shows that, they, that we ever had in America. I'll go on. Uh, when you so when you look at the, the 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 rise of Satanism, now you have a religion called Satanism. How is it that the devil, which in old paintings in the 1600s, even they knew that the devil existed, now we glamorize him. You got a religion called Satanism 
where people actually worship the devil. As, matter of fact, I saw on YouTube not so long ago, uh, they dedicated a statue to Satan in New York. And the people were gathering around celebrating the devil and Satan. And, and they were happy and the news people were there. And this one guy was crying saying, we love Satan. Let me tell you something. We are living in a dark time. You know, we, don't even look at America. When you look at across the seas, you see groups like ISIS. They, you know, you probably heard about them on the news, you know, with uh, the jihadists. They want a holy war and, and, and how they lined up these Christians, Coptic Christians, in orange jumpsuits at the beach. And they shot a video and the men from ISIS cut every single one of their heads off on YouTube. Don't take my word for it. Look it up. It's on Google. So we can see this world has a hatred of Christ. Matter of fact, if you talk about Jesus on the news today, they'll cut you off like they did one sports guy who was a famous uh, sports player. Uh, right when he said Jesus, they cut him off the air. I think it was CNN or NBC. One of these stations that we love to watch. And we think this is an accident. We think this is stuff that's just happening. We think that all this stuff going on is just happening in our country and in our world. No, it's not. It's not by coincidence this is happening. These are signs, you guys, of the coming of Jesus Christ. And you're living in it. You're living in the days... That, the Rev that in the book of Revelations, it talked about. Think about that. So, 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 so let me prove it to you. For example, we're going to hit some scriptures and I'm going to show you in the word of God. And what's happening today, modern day, 2019, where you can have proof that these words that was written. Think about it, this word. These words were written like 2000 years ago. The Bible. The New Testament. And, and you're seeing signs of it happening. So we're going to see first in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. We're going to see some of the signs of the last days. And the coming of the Lord. So uh, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. Give us a sec to get there. Now concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and being gathered to him, we ask you, brothers, not to be quickly shaken in mind or alarmed, either by a spirit or a spoken word or a letter seeming to be from us to the effect that the day of our Lord has come. Let no one deceive you in any way 
For that day will not come unless the rebellion comes first. And the man of lawlessness is revealed, the son of destruction, who opposes and exalts himself against every so-called God or object of worship, so that he takes his seat in the temple of God, proclaiming himself to be God. Do you not remember that when I was still with you, I told you these things? And you know what is restraining him now so that he may be revealed in his time. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains it will do so until he is out of the way. And then the lawless one will be revealed whom the Lord Jesus will kill with the breath of his mouth. And bring to nothing by the appearance of his coming. The coming of the lawless one is by the activity of Satan with all power and false signs and wonders. <laughs> and with all wicked deception for those who are perishing. Because they refuse to love the truth and so be saved. Therefore, God sends them a strong delusion so that they may believe what is false. In order that all may be condemned who did not believe the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Now, now here's the word of God talking about just to just to get right into it. The 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 word of God is making very clear. It's talking about the Antichrist. If you don't know about the Antichrist, you probably have heard about it. Well, you've heard about um six 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 and which is the number of his name and things like that. You probably heard about um you probably heard about him um that he's the one who is to is to come he's actually a man that will come on the scene of the world and lead the world into rebellion against God it it won't seem like that but that's what he'll he's doing and and the bible talks about how the people how he uh uh what what is stopping him from coming first the rebellion which what what is the rebellion that means when you start seeing an increase of a hatred toward God across the world, that's how that's how you that's how you'll begin to know not just not just a uh, hatred toward God across the world, but even in the church. Meaning that uh, there was a there was a situation that took place a couple of years ago um, where this man who was preaching from the Bible had his whole church, these were thousands of people, thousands of people, had his whole church get a tattoo of 666 on their hand or forehead. Yeah, this was a church here. Now, now, these are some of the things that you're starting to see, the hatred toward God and the anticipation of the world Wanting the man, they call him the man of sin, the coming of the lawless one, 
who is the Antichrist. So you'll start to see that as well. Here's another scripture. Uh, and I'll go ahead and, and read. Here's another scripture that backs up more of what we're talking about here. Revelation 13 verses 14 to 18. It says this. And by the signs that it is allowed that it is allowed to work in the presence of the beast, it deceives those who dwell on the on earth, telling them to make an image for the beast that was wounded by the sword and yet lived. And it was allowed to give breath to the image of the beast, so that the image of the beast might even speak and cause and might cause those who do not worship the image of the beast to be slain. Also it causes both also it causes all, both small and great, and both rich and poor, both free and slave, to be marked on the right hand or the forehead. So no one can buy or can buy or sell unless he has the mark that is the name of the beast or the number of its name. This calls for wisdom. Let the one who has understanding calculate the number of the beast. For it is the number of a man and his number is 666. So, so what is the beast? The Bible is talking about a, a, a global world system that has the character of a beast. Meaning that this beast, when you study revelations and you study about the signs of the coming of the Lord... We're not going to go into too deep, but I just want to give you a quick overview that this beast is a governmental system. That the Bible says that they will make an image of this government system and it would represent the, 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 the Antichrist, which is the number of his name. He'll, he's, he's like the president of their whole government system and he will force people to receive a mark on their hand, right hand or forehead, and they won't even be able to buy or sell. You know, you look at, for example, uh, on the news. I'll give you an example of the signs, how you can see it's happening, and you can see glimpses of it today. There was a company that was the first company ever in, in history to put a, 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 a computer chip in their right hand to get into the building. And and don't take my word for it. I'm t and here's the thing. When I'm preaching this, I'm telling you about this. I'm not telling you just my opinion. This is stuff you can go on Google and find for yourself. You can go on YouTube and see the videos. Don't even take my word for it. How is it that this scripture was written all long time ago and, it's ha and we're seeing it? Let me tell you something. The word of God is true. So let me tell you about more about this company. This company, Michael chipped their employees on their hand. And these employees could not leave or enter the building without the Michael chip. Matter of fact, when you go into the job, you swipe your hand and the Michael chip and it logs you in to your computer. Then if you're hungry for lunch... And you want to go to the vending machine, you don't have to carry cash. Why? Because on your chip is all your financial information. And all you have to, and all these employees did was swipe their hand on this vending machine 
and they were able to purchase chips during their lunch break. In that building, in that job place, they they were testing it out. They were saying that we don't even need cash. We don't even need to buy. You don't even need to have coins or buy or sell. All you need is the mark for our company. And you'll be able to buy and, 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 and log in and do everything you need to do in life. Just like it said in the word of God. That unless you have the mark. You won't be able to buy or sell. But this time the word of God is saying this will be worldwide. So here it is. We're seeing signs of this stuff. And we think this is just happening. No, it's not. No, it's not just happening. It's time for you to realize that the coming of the Lord is near. And people who think they have all this time. Time is running short. So, so the Bible is, so, so I'm giving these examples so you can see in the word of God uh, 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 that the Bible is talking about this number, which is the number of a man. His name, his, his name represents the number, which is 666. And people today, even, you know, even on certain, you know, uh, 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 shows, video games, movies, people glamorize it. You know, they glamorize it, which are signs that people are waiting for this man to come. Don't get it twisted. You may think, oh, these people are crazy. No, they hate Christ and they want the Antichrist to come. Why? Because they want to worship him. Matter of fact, some of them are worshiping him right now, even though he is not on the scene as of yet. And I don't know the time. I don't know when. You know, he'll show up on the scene. But according to the signs that we see today, we know that it's near. All right. So, so what do we do here? What do we do with all this information? It shows the need for evangelism. As people are searching for the truth. You know, there are people who I seen one guy, he's a millionaire and he, he's so he was so discontent with his life as a millionaire. But let me tell you why he was discontent with his life and as a millionaire. You would say, oh, but you have everything. You're a millionaire. This man was feeling bad and insecure and feeling down because all he, on all his work, he was only able to make two million. And he was sad because he couldn't make 20 million like how he's seen his neighbor made 20 million. He says to himself, because of his insecurity, because of his lack of God, because he don't have contentment, which means that he's satisfied and happy just where he is and who he is, who God made him to be. Because, of, because he don't have God, he's searching for happiness through his money. And he thinks that he needs more money to be happy. You've seen it. Have you ever seen young ladies or women? They have God. They have the God of heaven and earth or men. They got the God of heaven and earth. But they say, God, you're not enough. I need a boyfriend or a girlfriend to be happy in life. Let me tell you something. If you need something in this life, 
outside of God to make you happy, you're going to have a rough ride. Why? Because God is all you need. Matter of fact, when he created Adam in the word of God, Adam, all he had was God and he was satisfied. There was no lack. But see, this world, because of the devil and the lies of Satan, has people thinking that you need something that don't even last forever to make you happy. If you're waiting for money to make you happy, I got news for you. You'll never be happy. If you're waiting for a relationship to make you happy, I got the news for you. You're not going to be happy with even a relationship. Because whatever you have that think you think that's going to make you happy, God will strip it away from you to let you know that he's the only one that can satisfy. So we live in a world where people are searching for the truth in these last days before Christ returns. But it gets even deeper. Let me show you what Jesus said about these days and about the signs of his coming. We're going to read Matthew chapter 25 and see what this looks like. I'm sorry, Matthew chapter 24. Matthew chapter 24. All right. So I'll read, I'll read for the first half to show you something. Uh, it says, Jesus foretells destruction of the temple. First, let me tell you what was going on. They, during Jesus' day, they built a beautiful temple. And it was standing beautifully in Jerusalem. And sadly... Uh, 90 years later, after Christ died, that same temple was destroyed by the Romans, which had control over Israel at that time. But before those 90 years, uh, 90 years at, uh, before Jesus, I'm sorry, before Jesus Christ passed away, died on the cross, uh, this is what he said about that temple that was destroyed 90 years later. Verse 1, Jesus left the temple and was going away. When his disciples came to point out to him the buildings of the temple, uh, but he answered them, you see all these? Do you not? Truly I say to you, there will not be left there one stone upon another. That will not be thrown down. So Jesus in his day. Prophesied of the destruction of the temple. And the disciples. The servants of the Lord. Who followed Jesus was like. I mean wow. I mean can these buildings really really be destroyed? It seemed impossible that this would happen. But Jesus said it would happen. When you go on Wikipedia. You can find. That in 90 AD, the same temple that Jesus spoke about was actually destroyed. And it's amazing to me. I don't, I'm, I'm like, you know, here it is. Jesus told the future and people still don't believe in him. It's crazy. You know, it, it's, it's as crazy as this. Do you remember, you know, and it's sad. A lot of people passed away. Uh, in the twin towers that, that went down in 9-11. But do you know what 
people said about the Twin Towers. People said it's impossible for these buildings to fall. They said how, you know, it's impossible in America. You know, terrorism don't happen here. I mean, it's impossible. And it came as such a shock to people. When those two Twin Towers, sadly, tragically, by the thousands of lives lost in one day, it was the worst tragedy in America. Uh, it was a shock to people that the Twin Towers fell. I remember watching it on the news in 2001. And I was surprised. I was in shock myself. You know, so it was just as the shock of 9-11 was. That's how shocking it was when the temple was destroyed in Jerusalem in 90 A.D. But Jesus spoke about this. He prophesied about this. Then he set another stage for another prophecy. This is what he said in verse 3. As Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately. Tell us, they said, when will this happen? And what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? Jesus answered, watch out that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name claiming I am the Messiah and will deceive many. So here's another sign of his coming uh, where people are going to rise up and say, hey, follow me. I'm the Christ. And people are going to follow them. And they're going to be you. These men will be used by Satan to lead away thousands. You may say, oh, you know, but that that probably happened a couple of years, you know, about a hundred and something years ago. Well, I got news for you. There's a guy that is in Russia. <laughs> this is crazy. There's a guy in Russia right now in 2019 that has all these thousands of people on the mountain following him saying that he's Jesus. Matter of fact, he's dressed in a long right robe with long hair and he's a Russian guy. And it's on YouTube. And, and, and they asked him, hey, what do you eat? He said, hey, I eat regular food. I eat, I eat bread. I eat. You know, I drink water. I take a shower. And they asked him, what, you know, these followers, do they really believe? And he said, yes, I, I am the Messiah. I am Jesus. The one that people are waiting for. And this man has thousands of people following him, leaving their jobs, leaving their family, leaving their relationships, leaving their boyfriends and girlfriends, saying, oh, we found him. I'm going to follow Jesus. He's in the mountain in Russia. I want to bow down and worship him. And he preaches. How can something that Jesus spoke about 2,000 years ago is happening in 2019? 2019. Don't take my word for it. Go on YouTube and say man calls, man thinks he's Jesus. Russian. And you'll see, not that, you know, I, I mean, let me tell you something. It, it has nothing to do with, I want to make this clear. It has nothing to do with his ethnicity, you know, where he's from. 
because they are Bible-believing Christians in Russia. It has nothing to do with, with that. I, but 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 I want to show you that this is happening today, and Jesus spoke about it. So let's see more of the signs of the coming of the Lord. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of birth pains. Then you will be handed over to be persecuted and put to death, and you will be hated by all nations because of me. At that time, many will turn away from the faith and will betray and hate each other. And many false prophets will appear and deceive many because of the increase of wickedness. The love of most will grow cold. But the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. So that right there cuts the lie of the one say, once saved, always saved teaching and doctrine in America. That's not the truth, you, you guys. The thing is, Jesus didn't say, if you prayed a prayer when you was 11 years old or you got baptized when you was three. That means you're going to be saved. No, that's not what he said. He said, he that endures to the end will be saved. What does that mean? That means if you can go through life in the midst of all these troubles on the earth and still keep your faith and live holy before God, then God said, you go to heaven. See, 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 it's not enough to go to church. It's not enough for you to, 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 to serve God for a couple of months and then go back to your old ways. It's not enough for you to just, to just say you love Jesus with your mouth and, and you still go to the club or you still have sex before men. No, 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 no. Jesus made it very clear. He said the only ones who's going to be with me forever and live in heaven with me forever is those that make it to their last breath. To the last breath. So some of us, you better watch out. In other words, you better stop playing with God. Because, because what happens on the day you decide to play with the Lord and, and live in sin, what if he comes back then? Or what if he returns or, you know, in a sense of when you pass away at a time you didn't think you were going to pass away. That's why he said, he that endures to the end will be saved. You know what's sad? And that's how you can tell we're living in the last days. So many people believe that they're going to heaven. Let me tell you something. That is a demonic lie from the pit of hell. In other words, that you have people that think 
They're going to heaven, but living in willful sin. In other words, they know it's sin. They know God said don't do it. They know that they'll go to hell, but they still continue to believe a lie and say, I'm Christian. No, they're not Christian. They're believing a lie from the devil himself that is keeping them from believing the truth. What is that truth, Jason? The truth is only the ones that make it to the end and that live holy to the end will be saved. You know, and, and, and you know, when you know, here's the thing. This is this is what as a man of God, and I'll, I'll just be honest with those even that's listening to this message. This is what makes my heart really, really sorrowful and weep as a preacher, prophet, pastor, whatever you want to. Whatever, you know, the title that I may have or whatever you want to call me. You know, this is what makes me really sad. Why? Because when you know the truth, you really start seeing that how, how much the devil has power over people today. The number one trick of the devil is not seeing somebody who got 666 on their hand or forehead. The number one trick of the devil is not seeing somebody worshiping Satan. And you're like, oh, they're really going to hell. The number one trick of the devil is not seeing someone selling drugs or using crack or, or cursing and lying and living like that. And you're like, oh, I know they're going to hell. No, that's not the trick of the devil. That's not the number one trick of the devil. The number one trick of the devil is this. To have people think that they're living the truth when they're really living a lie. In other words, to make them think that they're going to heaven. That they're, that, that, that they're just going to walk through the pearly gates of heaven. And be with Jesus forever. And they stand before God and God says to them, I never knew you. you you're like, how can this happen? Why you say, Jason, this is the number one trick? Because the, the, the number one Weapon of the devil is to cause people to believe lies. And when you see people that are living in sex before marriage, they're cursing, lying, cheating, going to church, and they come and say, I'm a Christian and I'm going to heaven. It make you want to cry. Because you know the truth that if they were to die that day after coming to church but being unrepentant, that they say that I don't, that they, they, they refuse to change, you will change, that you know that they will go to hell forever. But yet they believe that they're Christian. They experience what, the, what is called a false conversion. A false conversion. That means. That when you really are changed and converted into being a believer, you are what's called born again. You're not the same person you used to be. You're a new person. And even though you may struggle with certain things and struggle with certain sins here and there, you don't give up on God because you say, God, I refuse to go back to my old ways. See, that's the number one trick of the devil. Let's read on further and see more signs of the coming of the Lord. 
And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. Aren't you seeing all across the world they're, build, they're building churches, they're, they're, they're going through television, preaching the gospel. You know, there are countries where now they can see the gospel on TV now. The gospel is being preached, you guys, across the world, like Jesus said. And it's happening as a, at a faster rate, rate than what we expect. And here it is, all these signs are taking place. What do you think is happening? Think about it. When you see, I mean, we're not even at the end of Matthew chapter 5. That's a lot of signs that we talked about in this message today. To ignore. That's a whole lot of signs. I mean, what else do you need? To see that this is not a game. This is something real. You know, in Tokyo, Japan, they had a tsunami that was, that, that literally the ocean, the, 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 the wave was the size of a building. And it was the worst tsunami, I mean, ever. I mean, you know, in history. You know, you, 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 you hear about these record-breaking storms and, and all these things the Bible talks I mean, it's scary stuff, but yet, people don't want to believe. People still are in sin. They're still saying, I need more signs to change the way I'm living. We're living in a very dark day. Let's read on further. So when you see standing in the holy place, the abomination that causes desolation spoken of through the prophet Daniel, let the reader understand. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let no one on the housetop go down to take anything out of the house. Let no one in the field go back to get their cloak. How dreadful it will be in those days for pregnant women and nursing mothers. Pray that your flight will not take place in winter or on the Sabbath. For then there will be great distress, unequaled from the beginning of the world until now. And never to be equaled again. So God is saying that in this time, you're going to see a level of wickedness that never happened in human history. You know what's a level of wickedness? Let me tell you, let me, let me, let me give you some insight on in what the Lord showed me as a prophet. We're living in a time where his, this never happened in history. Never in history have we seen that companies... Don't care that this that that the ocean is being polluted. The the ozone layer, you know, if you know science, meaning that global warming, these these companies that's causing pollution is causing the 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 the, the earth to be in balance to where Antarctica is melting. When was the last time you heard about Antarctica melting? You know, I mean, the sea levels I, I saw in Miami and, and they, 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 they're laying a tax on the real estate owners, people who own real estate and saying that prepare your homes for rising sea levels. I mean, 
And, and fish are literally washing on the shore by the thousands, whales, because of pollution. Never in history has Antarctica melted. Never in history has, has there been a flood since Noah's day to where the sea levels begin to rise. Where is this water coming from? Let me tell you something. You're seeing a level of wickedness where these companies don't care. And mind you, I want to be very careful when I say this, is that I'm not saying that everyone that works for those companies, they're in sin. No, I'm trying to show you the signs of the coming of the Lord and how and how a lot of things that's taken place is not by accident. That when you start seeing that literally the global world is being changed, the storms are getting stronger. 170 miles per hour uh, 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 hurricanes because of the imbalance of the world and the weather because of this global warming issue. I mean, it's, a, it's never happened in history. I, here's another thing that, 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 that's, that's uh, pretty uh, shocking or whatnot. The Bible even talks about, and, 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 and we talked about this last, last, uh, last service, where, where literally the moon would turn into blood. There's something called a blood moon that's taking place, you guys. Fairly recently, uh, it happened last year, 2018. It happened a couple of times where the moon turned blood red. Don't take my word for it. Research this stuff. It's out there. So here's some more. Let's see some more signs. If those days had not been cut short, no one would survive. But for the sake of the elect, those days will be shortened. At that time, if anyone says to you, look, here is the Messiah, or there he is, do not believe it. For false messiahs and false prophets will come, will appear, and perform great signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. Notice it said, if it was possible, it can deceive the elect. That means it's a word of condition. That means these individuals can't be deceived because of the position they have with God. See, when you know the truth, you'll be able to recognize this stuff and you won't be deceived. You know, I, I didn't touch this, but here's another sign that never happened in history for some of us. Do you know there's never been a time in history... Where, where you can clone animals? Never. In other words, you take a sheep and you mix. Matter of fact, they call it, they have this animal called a liger. Check it out on YouTube. Check it out on Instagram or wherever. I mean, Instagram, not Instagram, I mean Google or YouTube. It's an animal called a liger. They mixed a tiger's DNA with a lion's DNA. And they called the animal a liger. They cloned these animals. When was the last time you heard about or ever in human history that you can take one thing, one animal, and mix it up with another animal, and you got a whole new animal? They call it a liger, and they're trying to 
prepare to clone humans. I got something else for some of us who think that we're not living in the last days. This never happened in history. There's a man, they call him the Bionic Man. He's on YouTube. He had his arm cut off because of he was in a war. And he had no more arm. They built a robotic arm that's connected to his 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 lifeless uh, uh his cut off arm. They connected that piece of robotic arm. This is like real life Terminator here. They connected it to his brain and he's able to move his fingers, punch the wall, scratch his back with that robotic arm. When was the last time you heard about this in human history? That you can get your arm cut off and they could slap a robot on you, robotic arm on you, and you're telling me you can move it and, and do this and do that? Let me tell you something. That never happened in human history. I got another sign for you. When was the last time you heard about another intelligence called a robot able to think for itself? You know this stuff you see on term. You know this stuff you see on Terminator or sci-fi, and you you know all these different things, and you're like, what the heck? How could? And I got I got a prophecy for some of us. Don't think that these robots you see out that they're all gonna be friendly. No, some robots will are actually gonna be in war. You think Terminator was something, but imagine, imagine being in the last days, and 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 and, and these robots we talk about—they actually even have it's it's out there now. Go over in some other countries. Do you know what they have in us? In some other countries right now, they got drones, manless con- machines that can go to war for you. We're living in a dark time. So let's read on further and see more of what is happening in the last days. And I'll close. See, I have told you ahead of time. So if anyone tells you, there he is, out in, the, out in the wilderness, do not go out. Or here he is in the inner rooms, do not believe it. For as lightning that comes from the east is visible even in the west, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. Wherever there is a carcass, there the vultures, there the vultures will gather. Immediately after the the distress of those days, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from the sky and the heavenly bodies will be shaken. You know what's crazy? The Bible is saying the stars are going to fall from the sky. You can get glimpses of it now, you guys. I don't know if some of us know, but do you know in you go on YouTube and check this out. Do you know in Russia? There was a meteorite that almost hit Russia. Some of y'all don't, we, we, you don't hear what I'm saying. The Bible says that the stars will fall from the sky. What is a star? We, we call them meteorites, but in the Bible days, they call them stars. We're so used to these scientific names. Let's just be real about it. When was the last time you seen a star fall from heaven? But I got news for you. I saw it on YouTube. On YouTube, there's this big old rock. 
that was falling. People were driving, going about their business. And this huge meteorite was about to hit Russia. But let me tell you something supernatural. Before it could hit the ground, it exploded. It exploded. Matter of fact, the, 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 the video showed the windows of buildings shattering because the star that fell from heaven almost hit the earth. But the impact of the sound of when it exploded by God's grace, it only caused some buildings, windows to go out. Do you know what I think happened? This is my honest opinion. I think that it was, I, I think that, 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 that God did a sign from heaven to say, look at here, stars going to start falling from heaven. Like I said in verse 29 in Matthew chapter 5, but by my grace, so people can know that the, 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 the I'm, I'm sorry, Ma- Matthew 24, uh, uh, the, the, but, but, but it's like God was saying, by my grace, let me send my angel that can have his hand out. And stop the star from falling to the earth Let me send my angel That people will know That how is it that a star from heaven Could it hit the the earth But but, but, but exploded inches or, Or like a mile away from the earth How did that happen? I believe that God sent his angel And that angel put his hand out and the, and the meteorite blew up before it touched the angel's hand by the power of God. See, how is it that stars, stars are falling now, you guys? In 2000, this happened fairly weak. This was like within five years ago. Don't get, take my word for it. Go on YouTube. It says meteorite almost hits Russia. Check it out. And you know, I want to say this even for those that's listening, because because you know, even because I sense the spirit of God through prophecy that 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 for those even in Russia, get prepared. God is bringing a revival in your nation. And what and what the, the the evil that you've seen for those that's in Russia that's listening, the evil that you've seen, guess what? God is saying, I'm preparing a revival, and I'm using you and calling you to usher it in because I'm bringing salvation to Russia. And Lord, we pray that you'll strengthen every every man and woman and every one of your warriors in the kingdom of heaven. That's stationed in Russia, Father, in Jesus' name. So, so let me move on here for time's sake. Let's see, let's see what else is going to happen in our clothes. Then will appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. And then all the people of the earth will mourn. When they see the Son of Man coming out of the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. Do you know what's terrifying? That when the Bible sees, see, see, we like to see God as this loving God, which he is. As this graceful God, which he is. But this is the side of God we need to preach some more. 
Do you know there's a side of God that will tear up your behind? The Bible says, let me tell you something. Let me, let me tell you how this is going to look. Imagine you walking out in a clear day. And you walk in and going about your business. And you look up. And you see white light just brighter than the sun. I mean, all around everywhere. You look down the streets like white light. And you see a man coming from the sky with a, on a white horse. And his eyes are like fire. And you see angels with wings on white horses coming to the earth. Do you know what the people... Let me tell you, the first thing you're going to be thinking about is, Lord Jesus, say, forgive me if I did anything, but it'll be too late. The, that's why the Bible says, do you know what these people are going to do when they see this stuff? They're going to, you know what mourning is? Mourning is when you cry bitterly. Imagine this. Imagine, imagine you know, uh, uh, seven funerals in a day type of mourning. Imagine your mother, your father, everybody dying one, 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 one day. How, how bad are you going to be crying at that moment? That's the type of, that's what mourning is. The Bible says that these people are going to be mourning because they know that it's too late. That the Son of God is here. And He comes to judge and make war. You know, that's why I, that's why I try to tell people, I try to tell people, Look, 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 look at here. Like, don't play with God. Don't play with the Lord. He will come at a time you do not expect. He will come at a time that you're in the club. He will come at a time you got your legs spread open with a man you're not married to. He will come at a time you least expect when you're lying, cheating, thieving because he knows your heart. And it, oh, what a scary day it will be for you or I. And the sad thing is, your pastor can't save you from this. Your mother, your father, nobody can save you from this. If you're not living for Christ and you're not giving him your all, you are in some big, big trouble because you're in the last days and you're seeing the signs, but you're still playing with God. You're in some trouble. And you need to get yourself in order. Because he's on his way back. Soon. So let's read on further. And he will send his angels with a loud trumpet call. And they will gather his elect from the four winds. From one end of the heavens to the other. Now learn this lesson from the fig tree. As soon as its twigs get tender and its leaves come out, you know that summer is near. Even so, when you see all these things, you know that it is near right at your door. Truly, I tell you, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened. Heaven and earth will pass away. But my words will never pass away. But about the day or hour no one knows. Not even the angels in heaven. Nor the son. But only the father. 
as it was in the days of Noah, so it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. For in the days before the flood, people were eating and drinking and marrying and giving into marriage up to the day Noah entered the ark. And they knew nothing about what would happen until the flood came and took them all away. That is how it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. Two men will be left in the field. One will be taken and another and the other left. Two women will be grinding with a handmill. One will be taken and the other left. Therefore, keep watch because you do not know on what day your Lord will come. But understand this. If the owner of the house has known at what time of night the thief was coming, he would have kept watch and would not have let his house be broken into. So you also must be ready because the son of man will come at an hour when you do not expect him. And you you can read right. What, what, what verse that was? 44. Okay. Now if you if you and if you notice it was made very clear he's going to come at a time you don't know. He's going to come at a time we don't know. He the, the 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 angels don't know. No 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 one knows but God only says for you to be ready. How do you be ready? By living holy. Evangelizing. Staying committed. Listening to what God has to say. Listening to what God says to people. Listening to what God is trying to do in your life and stop thinking about yourself. Because it's bigger than you. This is some serious stuff that's going on. You don't want to be caught on the wrong side. You know what the Bible says? The Bible says that, that the people are going to be marrying, going on with their lives like nothing is happening. You're going to see it. I mean, look at it today. You know, you, you see, you got shows coming on and news, TMZ, news for, for uh, 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 rap or, 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 or media, the stars, Deco Drive, whatever you want to call it. Everybody's going on with their lives and nobody's thinking about this at all. This is what the Bible is talking about. They were gonna they're gonna act like this all the way up to when Jesus returns. And it will be a surprise like a thief in the night. So 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 we're called to live. We're called to live uh in a way that is pleasing to God in these last days. And I'll read I'll I'll read just the final parts of the verse and we'll close. Here it says, Who then is the faithful and wise servant whom his master has set over his household to give them their food at the proper time? Blessed is that servant whom his master will find so doing when he comes. Truly I say to you, he will set him over all his possessions. But if that wicked servant says to himself, My, my master is delayed 
and begin to beat his fellow servants and eats and drinks with drunkards, the master of that servant will come on a day when he does not expect him and at the hour he does not know and will cut him in pieces and put him with the hypocrites. In that, in that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. You know what that means? People who have not lived according to the word of God like how they should. Preachers, Christians, every person. It doesn't matter their titles. The Bible says that he's going to put them in a place for the hypocrites. When he, the master, Jesus Christ, returns. What is that place for the hypocrites? It's hell. So don't worry about these hypocrites. You know, we got this thing. Oh, there's too many hypocrites in church. God is saying, don't worry about those hypocrites. Worry if I'm going to put you with the hypocrites. Don't worry about those people who's not living for God. Don't worry about the hypocrites. God is saying, where you going to be when I come? Because wherever you going to live and wherever you going to be, that's where God is going to judge you by. So, you know, so, 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 so if you notice here, and I'm, I'm going to close on, on, on this. The signs of the coming of the Lord are very clear. You don't need a preacher to, to, you know, of course it's good to listen to a preacher, you know. You're listening to this message today. But you don't need me to convince you of this stuff. You can see it. That's why I made sure in this message for, for you that's listening. That you can go on YouTube, that you can go on Google, and research everything I'm saying for yourself. These signs that were spoken about through this message, it's not just something I'm making up here. I'm, I, I, I showed you how the Bible was written about two, over 2,000 years ago. Right? About 2,000 years ago. How is it that the Bible that was written 2,000 years ago, we're seeing things in 2019 on Google? And, I mean, detail, very, very detailed. It's not like some vague stuff here. This is some detailed stuff that Jesus spoke when he was alive in 33 AD. 32 AD, around there. He died when he was 33 but, 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 but these are some detailed things. How can this man know this stuff that's happening in our day? Let me tell you why. It's because he's God. And he is the Messiah. He was the one that was spoken that would come. And that all men need to confess him as the Lord and Savior. I heard a preacher say this and I'm going to close here. You can either accept him as your Savior today. Or if you don't accept him as your savior today, you will accept him when he's your judge and you stand before him. He can either be your savior today or he can be your judge on judgment day. There's no in between you guys. Jesus Christ, he's either you either you either in or you out. You either want to serve him or you don't. Matter of fact, in Revelations, I said this last week. He said that if you are you who are doing evil, he said, don't, in other words, continue to do evil. Don't change. Do what you want. But know this. I'm on my way back. And I'm coming.
And you may be in the category of those who will mourn. But for those who's living righteously, you be encouraged. You keep preaching the gospel. You keep living holy. You keep being bold in this wicked and dark generation. You keep preaching whether they like it or not. But you best believe this. They will never be able to say that God didn't send a messenger to warn them of the judgment and the wrath of God to come. You know, and this this what really gets me prophetically. And I would tell you to pray because there's more in the book of Revelations I didn't even touch yet. <laughs> I didn't even get to. I mean, the type of stuff that's going on in the Revelations, I mean, that is some crazy stuff. I mean, uh, I mean, literally, I mean, th- there's some stuff that you, that you, that's going to happen on this earth that will literally have you want to close the book of Revelations. But it will happen. So I'll close right here and say that if you do not know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Or you know that you need to get your life right with God. You need to do it today. You can't afford to wait till tomorrow. You don't know when he's coming back. But he's saying to you today that he loves you. That he wants you to be his son or daughter. He wants you to be saved today. So if that's you, this is your opportunity to pray the sinner's prayer and accept him as your Lord. It's not, it's not too late. You can accept him and be changed today and be prepared for his coming. 